Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number to call in and bring up whatever is on your mind that's 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie riley and nikki and are you afraid enough have you been afraid enough today because if you haven't you should know that our government, who only exists to help us, allegedly, is warning us of a national security threat. The tyrants, despots, and thieves are warning us of a national security threat. Is it them? Are they <laughs> warning us of us? Aren't they warming, warning us of them, finally? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not, because they're our saviors. I even got a little annoyed because I don't know who's running the Free State Project's Twitter right now, but they tweeted the other day like politicians are our servants not our um masters and we need them to remember that and i just commented ew i don't want them to be either one they're parasites yeah they're the parasite class for sure and it's nice to think that they might be our servants but the reality is they're not our servants they think they're they are our leaders these tyrants despots and thieves think they own us, think they rule us, and think they have the right to impose their will upon us, except they don't. They're just people with titles. Well, they shouldn't, but they kind of do. Well, you, it doesn't change that they have a right, but they have gra- grabbed the power that enables them yeah. to do that. I also agree with you, Bonnie. I don't like the, like, oh, they're our servant. Like, I don't want them to be our servants. Right. I think that's weird. Like, either, like, I, I just think that the position shouldn't exist. Right. Uh, and it's it's weird for like I don't want them to serve me. I don't want them to speak on my behalf to represent me. I don't either. I don't want to participate. It's like I don't need Joe Biden who can't even stand trial because he's not mentally equipped to to like protect me. I don't I don't need that. Yeah, yeah anyway. he's gonna be our servant. Okay. No, these people definitely aren't our servants, and I don't want Joe Biden protecting me either. I think I can do my best at protecting myself or hire someone else to do it. Right. I don't want even like down to the level of the cops. I don't really want them to protect me either, but that that's a little bit of a tangent um, just because of the fact that our quote unquote public servants in DC, the tyrants and despots and parasites and thugs are warning us that the parasite class in Russia is now a threat to us because of what? Because of nukes in space oh well i thought the u.s government had a i thought the tyrants and the u.s uh parasite class had their own nukes in space i didn't know they had them in space to be honest i but i didn't i don't i didn't think they were in space yeah i don't think they're in space but 
you know, they, they do have a space force and they could easily put them in space. Yeah, that's a good point. And they also have already gotten those rods of the thunder or whatever oh, they call them. yeah. Yeah, I think they yeah. have those. Yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, that, I forgot about that. But it's creepy. It is creepy. It's like, a, it's like something that you would think a villain in like a superhero movie would do. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't sound like something that real human beings should be doing. Like, I don't understand the whole idea that you think you're doing anything good working for the U.S. government, creating nukes and stuff. But at the point where you're creating like a giant rod that drops from space and lands on the ground and kills people because it's hit at such speed, which is what the rods of thunder things I referred to are. How can you possibly not think this is evil? Like, I I don't know. Uh, Maybe nukes, they're kind of less personal. You're like, it just evaporates them. They don't even feel it. I don't don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like... I'm trying to put myself in in the headspace of a psychopath. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely (laughs) really hard because we don't think like psychopaths. We don't think that, oh, we get to vaporize people. It's going to be so great. We don't think that way. (laughs) And, you know... We we haven't really graduated from cavemen throwing rocks and beating each other with sticks, except now our rocks and sticks are are more uh, distant, shall we say? They're they're more projectile like and more deadly. And it's like, have we really learned the lessons from history that we need to stop killing each other? Yeah, it seems to me that that is the obvious um, direction to go. That's why I still call myself a progressive, partially to. Um, set off the annoying conservatarian republic republic or sorry conservatarian libertarians but also because the definition of the word literally describes what all libertarians should agree that they are just people who want humanity to progress forward and do better every day and well that should be the obvious goal is let's do better every single day that's why we're here we're here to learn how to love each other and care about each other and we don't need a parasitic ruling class to tell us to love and care each other by stealing money from us or stealing money from our neighbor just so we can care about the homeless or care about their favorite political program. Yep. Um, I, and we also don't need them to kill people for us or tell us that the other gang members, the other gangs are worse than the gang that they are. Right. So this is from abc7news.com. Says Republican warning of national security threat is about Russia wanting nukes in space. And I don't really know why it calls it like a Republican warning because it was the White House's national security advisor. So the White House's national security advisor said Wednesday that he had already scheduled a classified meeting with congressional leadership before a top House Republican requested that President Joe Biden declassify all information that relates to serious, a serious national security threat. Um, so I guess that's why they're calling it Republican. So yeah. it was actually that guy, the top House Republican, um, it doesn't say his name here, he broke the news kind of doing that, and then the White House's national security advisor was like, oh, I'd already re- scheduled a meeting. So I guess it's a little bit of um, tea there, like um, drama. So it says two sources familiar with deliberations on Capitol Hill said the intelligence has to do with the Russians wanting to put a nuclear weapon into space. This is not to drop a nuclear weapon onto Earth, but rather to possibly use it against satellites. It is a very concerning it is it is very concerning and very sensitive, said one source who called it a big deal. 
It does sound like a big deal. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what satellites do for us, if I'm being honest. Like, uh, GPS, is that it? Is that, is well, they do else? a lot of different things. Yeah, they do definitely do a lot of things, like communications, for sure. GPS is definitely yeah. one. Communications. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's like Starlink. Oh, yeah. Internet access. Oh, so yeah. satellites are definitely tools that are, allow us to communicate clear across the globe. I hadn't seen one in a long time because I guess there's just the, uh, just enough um, light pollution in Keene. But I was yeah. driving um, kind of like some back roads and stuff like right before you get to 101. I don't, I don't know. Just a, a place in New Hampshire that is um, darker. And I saw one and I was watching it for a really long time. And I was because when I first saw it, I was like UFO. And yeah, they get very commonly mistaken for UFOs. I yeah. remember when Tesla did the um, the launch for Starlink. Uh, this was maybe like a year ago now. Yeah. Uh, it was during the summer. But a bunch of people were like, whoa, they're UFOs because there was seven all in a row or something. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it looked very not normal. Like You could tell it wasn't an airplane. And right. normally they're not one after the other. Um, um, I don't know if it's the same moment or the same day that you're talking about. Because um, I know he did multiple launches. But um, I walked out of our house in Keene, New Hampshire, which faces south, the front door. And I texted in the house chat because I had to, like, leave. I couldn't just stick around and knock on the door. I was like, guys, there's definitely a UFO outside. Go look. Because it was so weird looking. I had no idea. Yeah. It looked like a kind of like a like a comet, like a big round thing with a a tail. I can't believe you could see that because it was launched from Florida. So, like, immediately people were like, uh, I think it was like your husband, Matt, were texting back like, oh, it's not a UFO, it's SpaceX, and sent me a picture and was like, does it look like this? So I was like, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, And those are, I just don't understand how I could see that from Florida. It was was so weird. But um, It could be the way the craft is traveling as it goes into space and goes into orbit. Yeah, it must have been so high up. It just blows my mind. I can't really wrap my head around that. It's so weird. Like, obviously, there should be a bunch of stuff in between. I, I don't know. It was so crazy, and I definitely thought that was UFO, so I don't blame those people at all for thinking that's UFO. And, um, like, watching that satellite, I could definitely tell it wasn't UFO after a few seconds, but it was pretty cool to see. Like, you mm-hmm. could see a bunch of lights on it. Anyways, so satellites, they're important. And Russia, it's not saying that they do have a nuke in space. It's just saying that Russia wants a nuke in space. And I think it's just a guess that they would be, yeah, because it says it would be to uh, to possibly use against satellites. I don't know. I mean, I'm just wondering what kind of satellites would be a threat that they would... Like need to justify having nuclear weapons in space when they could just find a way to knock them out of space without a nuke, perhaps. Well, That's a good point. Or they could just not. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of satellites would really be that. Like, because right now, as far as I know, the satellites that are orbiting the Earth aren't any sort of like weaponry. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're speaking about like in the future they want to be prepared, but it just mm-hmm. it, it kind of sounds really ridiculous. Uh, and I would think that any sort of nuclear weapon that is orbiting the Earth would be used to like shoot downwards towards the Earth to attack another country. That's what I would think. And, and you really don't even need to, they wouldn't even need to do that because you can nuke people from the ground. Like you don't, I don't know, it just seems kind of crazy to me. It seems kind of crazy to crazy. me because I don't know enough about weaponry and things like that either. And so I just. It's frustrating to me to find out that we have 
a bunch of people still arguing over territory that's outside Earth's atmosphere and wanting to fight over whose satellites are doing what and who's going to put nukes to destroy them. It's just, it seems like Cold War fear-mongering to me again. I know. That's the thing I was thinking um, when I first saw these reports. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to live through like the second Cold War. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Um, and it's I think it's interesting timing because Tucker Carlson just interviewed um, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And then it's then that was just like Thursday, I think. Yeah, because. Um, yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah, we were talking about it on the show. And then a couple days later, maybe like Monday, the government in dc i don't know exactly who i don't know the congress whatever they passed a bill that's giving a whole bunch of money to taiwan and ukraine and maybe israel do you guys know anything about that yeah yeah, i did hear about that yeah i've heard about it too and it's just like you know why are they continuing to send money to fund foreign wars Mm -hmm. when homeless need to be fed or or better yet you know how about we find ways to reduce spending entirely on foreign wars and things like that well, then how will they pay their buddies in other countries, Riley? That's kind of selfish of you. Well, I'm not interested in paying their buddies in other countries. I want to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, I just don't want to get stolen from. Yeah, right. I agree. I mean... I don't need to receive any money from them, them being the state. Right. But if they could just not take my money, that'd be cool. Right. I, I agree. I don't want them stealing my money either, but they're going to, and it's really sad that people continue to justify it in the name of, oh, we gotta take care of the poor. No. The soak the, the the parasite class isn't taking care of the poor. They're robbing you blind and they are merely controlling your life just so they can make it look like they're doing good for you. Any money that the state gives to the quote unquote poor is solely to make them dependent yes. on Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like there, there is no good intentions there. I know if you're on SSI, you cannot have over $2,000 in your bank yeah. account. Hmm. What exactly does SSI mean? I hear this. Recently. Social security income. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Or any sort of disability. Yeah. I think that's SSDI, right? Social, there's like SSI and then SSDI. Yeah, there's SSI and SSDI. SSDI gives you more money and SSI gives you less. If I recall correctly. Yeah. So basically, if you're disabled, you're not allowed to have any sort of savings. Right. Mm-hmm. And it disincentivizes yeah. savings. It dis- disincentivizes people working hard, saving money to buy a house. Yeah. And to me, that's a huge tragedy because there are working disabled people who want to buy houses, who want to buy property, who may want to do these things. But, Be independent. Right. And if they lose, if they have more than $2,000 in their bank account, they're going to lose their benefits. And now, and not only lose them, but also have to pay them back, which yes, is incredibly, can be very so, challenging. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, why should I have to pay the government back if they, quote unquote, overpaid me? Who or, are these people? Right. And, and if, it, if the whole idea is that it's to help you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing about it is if, if you're getting that, um, stuff you should buy Bitcoin with it. I heard that Bitcoin yeah. went up over fifty k today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, interesting. Like right after they steal one hundred and seven bitcoins from Ian, they or at least officially own it. I guess. Ugh, that's disgusting. It is a little disgusting. It's really sad what they're doing to Ian. And you know, I saw an article. I think Bonnie saw the same article where they talked about how much the settlement was actually going to be. Oh, um, do you mean? How much he's he is being ordered to 
give to the quote-unquote victims in yep. the case. The quote-unquote victims. Yeah, so they're taking way more than this in general because they're taking a cut for themselves, of course, that's way <sighs> bigger than any quote-unquote uh, vulnerable victim is Why do they get... have to take a, take a cut instead of giving everything to the quote-unquote victims? Right. That like, makes no because sense. that's the whole point. That's what they wanted if this the was time. this is the same situation as what we've been talking about since the beginning of, of this show, the government making it seem like they're helping the people, the poor people, the people who have been stolen from, blah blah blah, the victims of crime or whatever. But in reality, it's actually all about helping themselves. Um, so they're taking a just just in the Bitcoin aspect alone, no, ignoring the fact that Casacious Bitcoins uh, have. BCH on them, so Bitcoin Cash and um, something else, uh, BSV on them. Uh-huh. Ignoring the dollars, annoying, ignoring the gold. So w- they, they took way more money than this, but, and I, I just like didn't do the math on it because it's like whatever, it's been missing for so long because it was stolen in March of 2021. Um, so just talking Bitcoin only, they're taking over $5 million in Bitcoin. And only 3.4, I think it was, um, is going to the quote-unquote victims. So the government's taking a paycheck. And, and part of that also goes to the IRS, which is like now being called a victim, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, the, the parasite class isn't a victim here. They can find ways to get paid. They're always going to get paid. They are not the victims. There were no victims in this case. And the thing is, like, everybody who took a plea deal that was arrested alongside Ian and then ended up taking plea deals, at their sentencing hearing, the judge made it clear, and the prosecution made it clear, they were like, there aren't any victims in this case. But that's how, at the end, at you know, the, the verdict stage of Ian's trial, they also made that clear. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, once it came to sentencing... They bring that, victims out, and I yeah, think, well, it just doesn't seem. They like- said that their their um, explanation for that it's really shoddy and annoying and dumb. But um, they say that oh, the we can infer that the jury jury believed that it, it's like so stupid. As soon as there's a conviction, they can no. like start talking in different terms. There shouldn't, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like this is all fake. It's mm-hmm. all made up. Like the whole entire criminal justice system is completely fake. It's completely made up. And it's just, they, they make up the rules as they go and they can essentially do whatever they want. And it's disgusting and despicable. Oh, it is. How, how are they going to say, oh, we could just assume what the jury thinks? Right. That just doesn't seem... And I mean, the jury was composed of a bunch of idiots. Yeah. So I'm sure they did think that, but it just oh, seems come like on, Nikki, there surely... isn't space for like assumptions. You know what I mean? Like in a court of law, you'd think things would need to be more structured. Oh, I yeah. agree. And it can't Definitely. just be based off of like what some guy in a dress thinks. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, come on. Random people picked off the side of the road who are not experts in anything. It's it's like well, they literally weren't allowed to be. Like, yeah. if they weren't allowed knew... to know about Bitcoin, were they? Yeah. Right. No. Correct. If, yeah. if anyone knew anything about Bitcoin, like if they even had like heard of it or had any knowledge, they were not allowed to be on the jury. How is that? And I know we've kind of like drilled into this several times on the show, but it's just seriously like, how could we even say that that those are Ian's peers? Yeah. When they're at, they don't even have anywhere near the same level of understanding. Yeah. So it's just crazy. for context, I feel like we get into this a lot and, and then I forget all of a sudden that I'm not just like sitting in my living room talking to my <laughs> friends about it. But um, Ian Freeman, he was convicted of, I think, like seven different crimes um, in connection to his um, selling Bitcoin peer to peer online. 
And um, so because of that, and he's the founder of our show, Ian Freeman, and he's my husband. And he's in jail right now because a jury of random people he doesn't know decided that he was conspiring to money launder and that he owed the IRS and he knew about it, which is so stupid because there was no evidence of that. And he's appealing. And I honestly really think he's going to win at least some of the charges, if not all of them on appeal. And um, but until then, he just has to be in jail, even though it's uh, like he's not a danger to, to society. And he, he hasn't was killed anybody or harmed anybody. Right. And physically. people kill people get out. Well, there are sooner. I, than that I agree. Sometimes. That there are victims in this case, but not as a result of, like, Ian didn't, Ian is not the perperpetrator in this right. case, right? Yeah, right. So, so like, like, there were scam victims, but that wasn't Ian's fault. Right. And they lied to him in order to yes. force him to do business against his will. Yeah. Like, he did not want to do business with people who were being scammed, so he had a rigorous questions set and i personally got to see exactly how that worked and i heard specific people who are now getting paid a bunch of money lie to ian and not just go like um yeah of course i no start an argument with him like how dare you ask if i if i know my husband of course i know my husband what what, what do you mean like honestly and then these lie people are probably on paid the actors yeah they probably were they're probably all feds that this yeah. probably the guy that this was scamming people more, was probably a fed this is nothing more right. than a show trial for the media to make it seem like the the parasite class are the big powerful people don't go against us well and it's also to scare people away from using bitcoin yeah, yeah. Because the headlines just should, look way worse than yeah, when course. you look into things. Like, Ian published the entire transcript of the trial mm-hmm. on his own website. Anybody can read the whole thing. Like, he's not trying to hide anything. Of course not. But who's, who's going to read that as just, like, a passive, barely knows what Bitcoin is, doesn't know Ian, it doesn't affect their lives? Yeah, you who's going to take the time yeah. to read that anyway? They just want to read the headlines and read the bits of the article and say, yep. Guilty man, right and there. I can't really blame like the average person for that. Like when I saw the headline about like earlier, we mentioned um, um, the Congress sending money to Ukraine. I literally just saw the headline and then I talked about it. You know, yeah. like if something doesn't pique your interest, it doesn't. So that's what the mass media is counting on. And honestly, I'm talking to a defamation uh, lawyer soon because they keep printing things that are completely untrue and the information is out there for them. Like I said, Ian posted the whole thing themselves. Like yeah. th- they're saying things like. Um, fraudster Ian Freeman, convicted fraudster. He was not convicted of fraud. So yeah. I don't really know what I can do about that, but I'm just tired of just like letting it happen. Ian is like, oh, who cares? But I care. 603 283 6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. You can call in with whatever's on your mind. 603 283 6160. Is Russia a bigger threat to us today than yesterday? 603 283 6160. It's Free Talk Live. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. 
Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. USA News Update. House Intelligence Committee Chair Mike Turner calling on President Biden to declassify information relating to a specific foreign threat that Congress had recently been made aware of. We scheduled a briefing for the four House members of the Gang of Eight tomorrow. Uh, That's been on the books. So I am a bit surprised that Congressman Turner came out publicly today in advance of a meeting on the books. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says he had a planned meeting with Congressman Turner and other congressional leaders later this week. House Speaker Mike Johnson asserts that last week's Justice Department report on President Biden's handling of classified documents indicates his incapacity to lead. The special counsel described Biden as an elderly man with poor memory. Despite demands from Republicans, the White House confirmed that Biden will not undergo a cognitive assessment. And Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law, Angela Chow, has passed away at 50 following a car accident. John Schaefer, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Radio that you control, 
603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. That's the number you can call, and we have a caller on the line. But first, I wanted to tell you that Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency made for spending. Dash transactions are irreversible, so Dash is great for merchants. Plus, its network is protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at Dash.org. That's Dash.org. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And I'm going to go straight into the phones. We have Scott from New Hampshire calling in. Scott, what's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Bonnie? Uh, hey. Not much. I was just calling in, um, seeing if you wanted to talk about Malay or um, any other topics. I definitely want to talk about Malay. So I haven't been able to really, really follow it. I've just um, been kind of busy this week, but I know that a lot has been going on there. I see it in the group chat that... Um, the, well, and also I read his really cool statement that he put out since you were last on the show to talk Malay about Malay, because he tried to put this omnibus, omnibus bill through their Congress and it passed the first part, like I think the equivalent of their house, Scott, Scott will know. And then I am not sure what happened, but somehow the government is like forcing it away. Like, huh? So I haven't heard anything about any of this. Yeah, so I haven't this heard is like much my, either. So yeah, this is my let's first hear some time. updates. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a part of Malay's agenda was to cut spending, stru- cut the cut the structural part of government, and allow them to cut down on crime, cut down on corruption, etc. And uh, he put he did an, uh, an omnibus bill, which was an accumulation of a bunch of laws. And this was everything from legalizing homeschooling to uh, allowing people to defend themselves um, um, from crimes to uh, privatizing court companies to uh, and, and it goes on and on. There were 600 articles. Wow. Do you know if there's what, anything what that like you would oppose in the bill that that's the one thing i really wished i had time to like read through it but like you said it's it's huge that's what omnibus bills basically usually are was there anything in it that would be kind of bad and maybe we should be happy that that part didn't pass or anything um i i don't i don't think there was it was the most libertarian bill in the history of humankind and um, interesting um, was there, 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 there might've been a few, a few aspects of it that the, uh, Malay, the PRO, the center, center right party wasn't the center right party put into it that weren't, that weren't great. Um, I know there was one or two environmental things that was, that was put into it. They weren't substantial, hmm. but they were kind of uh some they were kind of some anti or some anti global warming stuff that the uh not Malay party but the PRO party put in there but it wasn't it wasn't anything terribly substantial and um this part of getting things passed is you need to make a few compromises um but what happened was it passed the it passed well, it passed in general in the House. So about 56% of the, the deputies, the congressmen and women 
Um, they're, they're called deputies, voted for it. So in general, it passed. They, they did a like a, a several weeks long session, uh, commission session to figure out what they can put into the bill. So they put in si- 600 articles, and this is where they might have put in a couple anti-liberty things, but the vast majority was extremely liberty-focused. Yeah, that's good. The, How big was this bill? Uh, there were 600 articles, okay. so, uh, which is like kind of like 600 laws, 600 things that were going to be changed. That's quite um, a few. That's quite a bit. I mean... Yeah, is, is that the size of a typical omnibus, omnibus bill? Yeah, omnibus bill in the United States. I mean, um, the omnibus—they're totally different. The omnibus bills in the United States are just pork projects and uh, spending okay. projects. This was had no spending projects. Hmm. This had government <laughs> cutting projects. They were uh, going going to try to privatize every government business, for example. Um, and and put make, and criminalize uh, violent crimes and and that sort of thing. Um, most of which that a libertarian would agree with. Um, so it's it very different than our bill. Um, and even like I said, homeschooling was, was something that Malaya, believe it or not, Argentina bans homeschooling. Really? That's crazy to so, me. That's crazy. Yeah, it's quite crazy. So, and that was in it. Um, and Argentina basically bans uh, self-defense. It has to be "quote unquote" proportional. Huh. So, if somebody's stealing it from you, um, basically you can't do anything really against them because they're stealing from you, but they're not violently attacking you. They're just stealing from you. Uh, so. It 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 really um, um, it, it basically makes people in Argentina sitting ducks to criminals, and they have to rely on the police force, uh, which is insanely incompetent. I bet. Um, um, so, did you say that I knew he wasn't going to like legalize guns or anything because just the culture down there they would really not like that right now. Like they've got to kind of focus on some other things first. But what are you saying that? What were you saying that this omnibus bill was going to do for that situation? Uh, they're not legalizing draw, uh, guns. Yeah, I didn't think so. Main, be, mainly because uh, even the center right party was against legalizing guns. I mean, Malay's party, I believe all of them support it, but they're only 38 out of 257. So they are, uh, you know, they're, they're a small party in the whole legislature. So while Malay supports guns, he actually had to backtrack from that when he ran for president if he even had a chance to to uh, get elected. Because, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not like every- criticizing him for it or anything. I understand that there's other things he's doing that are really good, and it's like if you change the culture towards freedom, maybe one day that, that could change in people's minds. But I was just wondering, because you brought up like the whole things need to be... Um, like if if someone steals from you, you can't sh- you can't hurt them unless it's considered equal to the crime. So was there something in the omnibus bill that was like going to change those laws? Yeah. So it was, uh, if basically uh, if somebody's attacking you or stealing from you, you can defend yourselves. And, oh, okay. um, well, that's better. That's yeah. a lot better, especially in mm-hmm. your house or uh, yeah, if somebody enters your house, um, which is a huge 
huge problem. Uh, it's a crime. Crime is outrageous, and it's mm. it's been that way for for long, long for for a long time. Uh, many house break-ins, uh, many gruesome stories. So this would uh, this would give criminals some pause uh, in in Argentina. Um, and uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a lot of stuff like that. Oh, and another a couple things it did is um, it, it really was one of the thing reasons the reason why it didn't ultimately pass a lot of the articles or that they call them the chapters is because it really was trying to tame down the corruption in the country, mm. and unfortunately, a lot of the deputies that supported other aspects of the bill did not support the taming down of the corruption. Uh, for example, these, they have these trust funds that the, that are administered by selected political parties. And these, this is like 2% of GDP and this is a ton of money. And these, these are basically funds that cannot be audited and uh, are extremely, uh, not transparent, and this is one of the big reasons it failed, is because is because the a bunch of people, a lot of the deputies that supported other measures, wouldn't allow the auditing and the transparency of these trust funds. Huh. Uh, many of them actually uh, ran it themselves. Uh, so, uh, so basically, it did pass uh, in general. So the all of the and. It passed in general, which seems like a great accomplishment, uh, meaning that the, 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 it passed in, the, the whole law passed in general. And then what they were going to do is they were going to pass every article in particular. So like one by one. Objective, one by one. And uh, so they passed it in general. And uh, basically a bunch of the, uh, one of the political parties that, basically betrayed Malay, including, including a couple of these articles were really close. And, um, it was some of these, these supposed allies that voted against them, um, because they didn't want to end the corruption. And, um, it basically gutted the bill in, uh, and Malay pulled the whole bill back. Um, so, he basically said, we're, we're, we're bringing the whole bill back because we're not passing anything. We're going to bring the whole bill back. So it failed. And um, since then, but, I mean, Malay's whole um, economic program is to end inflation and stabilize the country. Um, that's really what he wanted to do. Um, and this, he, Malay claims that this whole omnibus was a long-term bill. That would that would increase the growth and the prosperity of the country in the long term, but um, since then, uh, since the, this bill did have a lot of spending cuts, and Argentina famously always has massive deficits, um, and Malay's goal is to reduce the deficit. And a deficit is like get, how much spending versus how much GDP. Uh, well, basically. The, the, what we mean by deficit is you have government spending, and then you have what you take in from taxes. Okay. And if you take if you spend more than you take in from taxes, 
what you have to do is one issue debt that people pay for later. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other thing which Argentinians constantly do is print money. So you can just print money and have that new money pay for the for the spending. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, sounds like yeah, something just, the United States government does. And uh, I mean, just just uh, just in in twenty twenty three, the inflation was two hundred percent. And that's crazy. Yeah, um, that's crazy. I mean, Argentina. Wow, that's that's two hundred percent in Argentina. Wow, that's, that's a lot. It's, it's always going yeah. up too. So like prices are always changing. Yeah. Right, and it's it was actually accelerating. So it was two hundred percent and accelerating rapidly. Uh, it was certainly going to what they call hyperinflation, which is the money has no value whatsoever, and that would put nine about ninety percent of the people in the country into like we're talking poverty, poverty, and we're not talking American poverty. We're we're talking Argentinian poverty, where yeah. people have eat out of the garbage poverty. And that's so, that's definitely poverty. We've. I don't know if I've ever experienced poverty, and I don't know of many people in the United States that have experienced that kind of poverty. Maybe some homeless people have, but mm, probably not in the not, United States. Not not on um, like a wide scale. Yeah, like they're probably already seeing it there. Um, and I think for a while, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's just you know when you completely take away the middle class um, because of an economy essentially being in ruins you'll see that like really drastic where like a lot of people are really, really poor. Uh, and then you have, you know, like the privileged who are just completely disconnected from the reality of just living like the like average. Larry. Yeah. Like from the average person. Right. And we don't see, we're kind of starting to move in that direction in the U S but we don't see it as dramatically. Like there's still, a middle class in the United States, and I think that kind of like harshens the blow. And a little bit. our currency here in the United States is still relatively stable, and our and our social programs are generally pretty good with stable currencies. But you know, if there's not if if there isn't a stable currency, then your social programs are worthless. And um, I met Scott's absolutely beautiful and super sweet wife um, that he's talked about on the show before because she's from Argentina and her mom, so Scott's mother-in-law, and they were telling me, like I was telling them, obviously I want to go to uh, Argentina and we're talking about Argentina and they were telling me like, if I go there, like I will have a good time. I'll just like keep your wits about you and type of that type of stuff and don't wear any jewelry. Like there's a lot of like stealing there right now. I think it'll get better yeah, or, as people or flash your phone. Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah, don't, don't, don't uh, hide, make sure people don't see your phone. Don't like, you know, have it out all day. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Phone I think that's jewelry. generally like pretty solid advice when you're traveling is <laughs> like, don't, you know what I mean? Like don't break. I always kind of, I guess for people that are just going to like a luxury resort, it's mm-hmm. a little different. Like you can have like the name brand, like Louis Vuitton luggage and stuff like that. But I always kind of, you know, like you tone it down when you travel, especially if you're kind of like backpacking style, not on a resort and doing fancy. Like if you're just like really kind of um, visiting a place, you kind of, you know, you don't want to you don't want to look like an easy target because especially for people who already don't know the language, you don't know where you are. You don't know the geography. It's just it just makes you an easy target because. You're more vulnerable. And just sure. some places are just worse than than yeah. others in that regard. Yeah. And I think it's the government's fault. It's not like, you know, the, the people are just bad there or something. It's like anywhere that there's like a, um, 
a rough side of the city. It's usually going to be like leftist progressives um, destroying it and stealing from those people and then, quote unquote, helping them with welfare. Um, And to Nikki's point about there being kind of like less of a middle class in places that are experiencing this like almost hyperinflation level um, economy and bad, um, you know, economy. Well, they they also were telling me that like even if I go to Buenos um, Aires, that there is kind of like you'll be in the nice spot and you'll walk a few steps and you're in a bad spot, and then you walk in a nice spot and you're in a bad spot. Like there's, it's all mixed in together. Yeah, it's not really segregated yeah. like it is in some yeah in some areas. Places. Yeah, but um, I feel like we really derailed what Scott was trying to tell us. So Malay, he pulled no, back the great. bill. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I'm just like, this is definitely one of my favorite topics right now. So I enjoy talking about Argentina. I know Scott does, too. Um, and I hope oh, the yeah. listeners do, too, because if you're a libertarian, I really just think you need to be interested in um, what's going on in Argentina right now. There is the only ANCAP president yeah. in history. I mean, it's an exciting thing. My big thing, my big concern is that, you know, we can we can advocate for freedom through government programs or government means all we want, but... People's hearts have to change. You have to, you have to convince people that liberty is more important than government programs, and that's really hard to do. Cultural changes don't come from the top down; they come from the bottom up, typically. Yeah, that's 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 true. Malay uh, had to develop and 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 grow a whole base of supporters. I'm sure he did. Really, that's exciting. That really, um, yeah, that really spread his message uh, decentralized message and they really dominated the social net- networks and malay still pretty much dominates the social networks sounds kind of like ron um, paul so, you know like he was getting right. crazy big on myspace while the other politicians were yeah. not getting talked about on there at all and like all the young people really loved ron paul they just like really pushed him down and honestly i think the voting in the united states is just fake and they just got rid of well, what do you think about this scott i heard that they had just gotten rid of electronic voting like the year that this was like the first election where there was an electronic voting. Do you think that helped it be more honest and helped Javier win? Javier Malay win? Um, yeah, yes. Uh, there was a lot of fraud um, still. Um, but wow. yes, uh, I think it did help him. I think it did help him. I don't, I don't know how unreliable electronic voting is. I wouldn't trust it. But yes, they, they use paper ballots. And um, the he definitely... In in the um, general election, there was tons of fraud. There was there were certain towns that Massa, the uh, the 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 Kirshner Peronis got a hundred percent of the vote, which is yeah, impossible. Possible. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there was a bunch of towns like that, especially in this um, one of the provinces. So, um, so. And the second time around, however, uh, both Malay and his new partners, kind of the, the, the center right, all volunteered to be like vote counters. And the amount of fraud um, went way down. And, and Malay, uh, he went from 30% to 56%. So, um, yeah, I think that there's there's some truth to that. I um I I know that I thought they that they, the the paper ballots have always been a thing though. There, um, hmm, I, okay. I I would I would have to look into the electronic. 
Um, I, I have no, I, I don't see why the Kirchners, if they have power, would try to make an election, and, and they did have power the last four years, would try to make an election more more fair. Hmm, yeah, that's a good point, right? Yeah, someone someone doesn't like to have a fair election, obviously, because they got to keep their people in power, and if we let the people really have the power to vote, then we can't have that. There might be a rebellion. I I just, like, I wanted to know what you thought about that because it's, like, I hear some people talk about how Javier Malay is just a psyop, um, and that means that basically, like, the government would be doing psychological warfare against the people by, like, tricking them into voting for this guy, and he's going to do change, and then re- in reality, he's just a puppet the whole time. Does that um, mean that, in, in their opinion, Donald Trump is a puppet, too? Well... I think that this is like libertarians that are saying that. So I'm sure they believe that Trump is also a puppet. I mean, he is. I mean, it's so obvious. Sure. But the thing is, Trump said all these things. And whether you agree with it or not, like, it doesn't matter. He said he was going to do all those things. He got into office and immediately did not do any of them and had four years and didn't do any of it. And um, Javier Malay got in and basically immediately started changing things. A lot. Yeah, he got a lot done immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long is Javier Malay going to be in power? Oh, yeah, I keep wanting to figure that out. I keep forgetting. He's got a four-year term. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Excellent. Great. Um, well, well, my opinion on this uh, is, um, for one, the the economy was about to blow, and just to blow. And um, I don't think the opposing party, there was they, uh, the, the amount of debt that they had, the amount of inflation that was rising so rapidly, um, the economy is about to blow, and um, it's actually a playbook of some of these South American countries to, and they did this to a president named Rua, and at the, and that was I think halfway decent um, at the beginning of the uh, the 21st century, where they, the the Pronus will be in power, and then um, they'll do so badly that uh, somebody better will will um, win. Or sometimes they almost let them win, and then the economy just collapsed under under them, so that maybe they'll have to default on debt, or they'll get an inflationary spike, and and then they come back into power again. And uh, that's what happened with uh, Mercutio Macri. Um, he, you know, he was not corrupt um, when he won in two thousand and. Um, 2015 he was not corrupt and he was halfway decent guy but uh they basically wouldn't let him do anything and the economy got even worse and then they they went into power again so that's part of their playbook and then if you're talking about the u.s um i i think that the u.s like uh, let's let's say the intelligence agencies the cia i think they do have influence, but I don't think they're omnipresent. I don't think they control the world. Um, I, I sure sec don't think they control a lot of the South American countries. Why would they really care? Hmm. Um, you know, and, and let's say you're a CIA agent in, in, in Argentina and you see people eating out of trash, you know, ma- you know, that's extreme poverty in Argentina. Maybe, maybe you have half a heart and be like, yeah, I wish, you know, maybe these people deserve to have, you know, not eat out of the trash. Well, that's day. what psychopaths and, uh, are. They just don't care about um, the feelings of others. They can't put themselves in other people's shoes. All they care see when they see other people is a tool for their own good. 
More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. We're talking about updates on what's going on in Argentina, where they have the world's first anarcho-capitalist president. And that's a big deal because he calls out the parasite class for what they are. Just like Free Talk Live, the only radio show in the United States that does that does. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. 